Welcome back to the Discovering Forestry podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Lofi, hanging out with our friend, Mr. Joe Aitken, here for another compelling conversation about trees. Joe Aitken, how the heck are you doing? You know, I, you know I, I, why complain, Corey? You know, if you look at the big picture, everything's freaking great. There's always little things going on that rub you the wrong way. But you know what? All in all, I'm kind of excited. This is, um, you know, we talk about the, the first quarter in business, but spring is coming. Yeah. I think, uh, when's the first day of spring? It's coming up here. 21st of uh, the one next week. Yeah. 21st of April, right? Yeah. So it's an exciting time of the year for this industry. 21st um, of March, 21st of March. Sorry. What did you say, May? I, I said April. I'm losing it, Joe. I think we're all losing it. You Long know, what's funny, what's funny, Corey, is that you, as you age, um, you say that things like that more often. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's all part of uh, um, our mother nature's plan for us or the, yeah. The man upstairs playing for us. We all age, but don't worry about it. It's all good, brother. Um, but good. Everything's good. It's um, it's good. Uh, well, you know, when we were, before we got on, I was thinking about what well, yes, we got it. We what 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 do we got to cover? So, I think I got a couple of good ideas. But um, how are you doing? How are you doing out there in Colorado? You know, I'm doing well. We finally had. A day where it was fully sunny, temperatures in the the low to mid forties here in the mountains, it kind of it kind of reinvigorates you, gives you more hope. But Joe, uh, by the time our listeners hear this, one of my favorite holidays will have come and gone, and that's of course St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, um, as you guys know, well, some of you guys know me and have met me that um, I'm almost all Irish. Um, I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day like I used to. And um, if you've ever shook my hand, I have a four-leaf clover on my right hand. So, yes, this is a fun – I love a St. Patrick's Day. And this is one of the first years in a long time that my wife and I have not ran the Corktown race. Now, for any of our listeners and you, Corey, Corktown uh, was the – Irish community down by old Brig Stadium, Tiger Stadium in the historical part of Detroit. Now, since uh, Tiger Stadium has been torn down, now everything's on Woodward. They got, you know, Comerica Park, but Corktown was an Irish community down there. And it's still called Corktown. Think about baseball, Cork. So Corktown, but that's the Irish hub. And they have a Corktown run. Um, 5K every year just before uh, St. Patrick's Day, and I missed it. You 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 normally run it? Yeah. Well, I'm, for the listeners, I'm using my air quotation, <laughs> run it. Yeah. Um, I struggle through it. Oh, good for you, Joe. I had no I'm idea. Not a, I'm not a runner, dude. I, I don't. I, I, I was, when I was in the Marine Corps, obviously we ran a lot. And I hated it then. I, I wrestled all through high school. I hated it then. I don't like running. No. But my wife, Laura, and I, uh, it was the very first thing that we did together as a couple was run the Corktown race. And we've tried every year to do it. And uh, 
it was, it, we missed it this year. We missed it because of a lot of circumstances. And we know that I got a little sick, you know, before the holidays and I'm not up to my running speed yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, St. Patrick's day. And if, um, if I, we don't get a chance to see you by then listeners, uh, here's a Tullamore do. I'll take a swig for all of our listeners right now. I like that, Joe. Man, that, that's pretty cool. You got you to keep doing stuff like that. And it, it gives you something to look forward to. And it also gets you involved with, the, with, with your community, with your Detroit, with your family. And that's, that's huge, especially this time of year. That's important. You know, and I think, I think you nailed it, uh, Corey. And I think tonight should be get involved. Get involved. Uh, we're, we're talking about a Corktown run. Um, you know, spring into action. This is a, we have a, a little bit of a downtime right now in our third quarter before we spring into second quarter where you, you the applications start. You're in the field. Um, trees are popping. Flowers are on the trees. So getting involved. When I say to you, Corey, get involved, and I'm talking getting involved above and beyond your day-to-day in the green industry, what does that, what does that resonate with you? If you had to pull a few things out of your hat, because we're just kind of pulling out of our hat tonight. Oh, yeah. What does springing into action, getting involved mean to you? What, what, what resonates to you about that? Yeah, we could take it a couple different directions. You know, I think you and I, and a lot of our listeners are involved because of all the all the workshops that we go to. But when, when, I, when I hear get involved and kind of raise the bar, I think right away, I think we'll volunteer. You know, how, how can we volunteer? How can we, how can we raise the caliper of arborist in our community? And what does that look like? And, and for everybody, this is going to be different. So this is just Joe and myself talking here, but for everybody, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Getting involved. Um, you know, I'll, you know, as we go through tonight, I'll share a lot of things that I've been involved with. Uh, and I think what's amazing is that when you're at times, you know, it could be as something as volunteering as on a, your local ISA board of directors. Um, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I got a, a real good friend of mine, two of my really good friends. Uh, we're on the board of ISA Michigan, and it was before ISA Michigan. It was Arbor Culture Society of Michigan, and they were on the board. One was president, one was vice president, and they had, right after a, a recent election, they had a recent board member have to resign for uh, reasons beyond control, mm. and they come up to me and like, Joe, hey, you're going to serve on the board with us, and I'm like, what? And I got tossed on the board. But I served for three years on Michigan's uh, ISA board, and it really was such a great experience um, to be on a side of arboriculture and be able to write and review policy and procedure that you and I follow today. That's pretty cool. So that's, that's, you know, serving on a board, volunteering, be involved. Um, and I, I said, 
I'm not sure if you've ever served on, because you guys are, you're the Rocky Mountain chapter out there, correct? Correct. Have you served the board before? Not, not yet. I'm, I'm waiting for my nomination. Um, <laughs> maybe I need to throw my name in the hat. Uh, but but s- some way that as you were talking, some of the ways that you and I volunteer during the winter months, at least, is these workshops. I mean, I, I think yeah. you, you and I both speak or we go to a dozen, maybe maybe dozen and a half of these conferences and these workshops. And we're actively working with those event organizers to make sure that, hey, we're pushing it out on social. We're putting together information that's, uh, that, that's getting approved by the Department of Ag or by ISA for credits so that people can have credits. So, you know, that's a really good way to get involved. Um, one, of, one of the things that it depends where you are and, and what industry you're involved in or what part of uh, the green industry, but there are a lot of landscape companies that do days of service. So we've got one coming up uh, first week of April um, where there's a day of service and it's, Hey, it's, it's put on by a, a landscaping outfit, but in their, in their memo, it says they need people who can climb and drag brush. So I've got a pulse and I've got limbs that can do that. You know, days of service, um, obviously we've been doing these for a long time. It could be a, a you know, a, a vet that can't afford something or and these days of service have really evolved into some pretty elaborate events to be, to get involved with. And I think one of the biggest ones, and I remember when it first started, um, is saluting branches, which is to me uh, a very sentimental um, endeavor. And this is actually, you know, Corey, you've been involved with them. Let the listeners know a little bit about saluting branches. And before you do, I just want to say we tried for our listeners, we tried recording. And now Brian Bruce, is he the, is he, is the president of it now? I, I don't know if he's the president or see something, but he, he's, he's our contact for it. Yeah. So we talked to Brian Bruce at TCI Mag is a big event, but the audio was so bad. We had to scrap it. And <laughs> then you and I had to scramble and make another one just so we could fill this the time slot, but oh yeah, uh, slowing branches. Uh, you've been involved with this for a while. What a great endeavor. Let the listeners know a little bit about that. While yes. I wet my whistle on their St. Patrick's Day endeavor. Cheers. Yeah. So saluting branches is a day of service. And hopefully we can, like Joe said, have, have Brian back on so we can, he can deliver the message a little bit more updated, but uh, that's a day of service where you can volunteer in a national cemetery near you. And basically what it is, is it's, it's a handful, a couple thousand arborists across the country in a couple dozen national cemeteries. And I believe now it's the green industry's largest day of service. Uh, But anyhow, what we do is we use our our very unique set of skills, whether it's uh, coming up with prescription fertilizer, treating trees, or actually doing these pruning and removals at these national cemeteries because they normally don't have budgets for this kind of thing. Not only that, it's really going towards a good cause. Uh, And it's really humbling because as you're looking around, you, you know, many of those men and women gave the ultimate sacrifice. So what's given up a day to prune and remove some hazardous trees um, and limbs so that their families can, can pay their honors and respect. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well said, I said, I, 
uh, you know, I mentioned in the past, but as a uh, uh, Marine Corps veteran, it was very humbling for me uh, to be on a, a national a cemetery and to give back. And we were there uh, last, well, was it two years ago since we had it because of COVID? Uh, I volunteered for to sponsor lunch and to be on the National Cemetery with all these great men and women of industry that were giving their, their day. Uh, it was uh, it was tough to hold back tears at times because you just don't realize you're 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 it's not around the clubhouse it's like right next to our our fallen Americans that serve the country so it's it's pretty humbling um, but again getting involved go out there do it spend the day um, oh yeah and you know and, it, and it's some place where you're going to meet you're going to meet and re meet a lot of people for instance all the years that I've been fortunate to be a part of that event, I see some of the same people that I've also seen at the ISA climbing contest that we, we talk a lot about and you can get involved with that too. You can volunteer. I've volunteered in the throw yeah. line multiple times. Well, you know, and they get involved with that. Like I said, you know, we talked about volunteering on a board. Now if you think a board position is above and beyond your, your capabilities at this time. It's a lot of requirements. It takes a lot of your extra time. When you don't have extra time, it could be it could be daunting. So what about a committee? Get on a committee, get on a small part of a committee. Um, right now, I'm serving on ISA International's historic committee. Uh, ISA is coming up on a hundred year anniversary. So we and the committee that I'm serving on is trying to let the industry, not let the industry, to show how excited we are that ISA, uh, which used to be the national, our, our shade tree conference to the international shade tree conference, the ISA, um, is hitting a 100, 100 year birthday. Wow. And it's very exciting to be part of that and to be able to share the history of our forefathers in this industry and how they paved a way for you and I to have a hell of a career in arboriculture, in forestry. So get on a committee for God's sakes. It's fun. Um, pick a committee, every, every chapter or every state has something you can volunteer and get involved with. So check it out, go for it. Yeah, no, I, I do like that. I also, for for some of our listeners who may not know this, I, I come from a very big family. I'm third of nine kids. I did not even know that. Damn. <laughs> I try to try to suppress. Can you lot. name all of them? <laughs> you know what? This will be their this will be their minute of fame. All right, from the top to the bottom, and I'll include my parents: Keith, Colleen, Kevin, Carrie, Corey, Kelly, Casey, Kylie, Keely, Kaylee, Kiria. Get out! Uh, you, you know what? No, I asked you that. Uh-huh. Do you remember the movie um, Goodwill Hunting? Oh yeah, when he said he had thirteen brothers and sisters, and uh, well, he had such an amazing memory that he just rattled them off three times, and just like you did, <laughs> blah blah blah. Don't no, that's awesome. Don't that's do awesome. it. A- any <laughs> any anyhow, what what people may may or may not know is I've got a I've got a soft spot in my heart for kids. I just I love it. I'm looking forward to someday, you know, being a dad. Hopefully. God willing and going down that path. But in the meantime, uh, my wife and I coach uh, skiing on the weekends at our, our local ski resort, Winter Park. 
And I've got to say something that I've started to see more over the last couple of years is I'm seeing more, I'm seeing more kids climbs at the climbing contests. And I think that's a great opportunity to volunteer, but um, so, somebody that, that I was talking to this weekend while skiing, um, one of my athletes is, is got to be 12, 13 years old. He was asking about getting into the industry. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if we could do like a career day or if you all could do like a kid's climb, like in high school or something like that, wouldn't that oh, be cool? God. You know what? Um, and with all the list of shit I do, well, I shouldn't say that. I should say the, cause that you, know, when you say the S H I T word, it seems derogatory. Like it's not worthwhile, but all the endeavors that I'm involved with, I'm, the serving committee chair for Michigan tree climbing championship. And one of the busiest sections at our comp is we always set up a kid climb. That's cool. And I it's, and it's not always just a kid climb. It's a young adult, adult climb. We, you know, this industry is so amazing that we're always willing to Put somebody in a tree to experience what we do. It may be three foot to the first limb, you know, low and slow. But every time we put someone in a tree, either it's a child or an adult, um, they're always paired up with a professional climber that um, is running the event. And you're right. To get someone excited about this, it's hard to get someone excited about this industry by showing them how to kill bugs. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a geek. I love it. But if you want to get someone excited about arbor culture, you got to get them in rope and saddle. And then it's a different world. Hands on something physical, especially you're you're a young, you know, 12, 14 year old boy or gal. And you want to, you know, you want to be outside. You want to learn about climbing. Maybe you saw saw an article that, hey, there's another volunteer opportunity. Write an article. Oh, yeah. We're we're (laughs) going to talk about that one. But, but, but no, kids climb. That's brilliant, Corey. Yeah. You talk about getting a, a, an excitement at someone young. And it could be as young as five or six, putting them in a rope and saddle and let them go up to the first branch and belaying them down. Um, that is generally done by volunteers. That is done by us industry saying, hey, I'll run that kids climb. And spending a couple of days on a weekend in an event, showing kids what we do for a living. Yeah. Getting That's what it's about. Um, another, you know, there's another thing that we've done in Michigan and believe it or not, you know, I've, I've been in arboriculture a long time. And I remember about six, seven years ago, uh, a real, well, at the time he, I knew him, but we're pretty good friends. And I have a lot of respect for him is Joe Drinkhorn is an arborist here in Michigan. Um, he's worked for various tree care companies. And he's a contract climber, started the contract climber. He's got a nice van, uh, a drive around or anywhere in the country, wherever he, there's needed. And he's just, he's actually turned into uh, a really phenomenal arborist. But he started getting involved. And last year he helped uh, Kevin Bingham run the kids climb. Um but he started something called My Climb, which is Michigan's Rec Climb. So he would organize these events uh, with uh, various other friends and 
guys of the industry to where we would all meet up once a month, uh, park somewhere and climb. And the reasons these were important, why volunteering and getting involved with this was, it gave experienced climbers an opportunity to try something with the industry that they've never done before. So um, with Joe and a few other guys, uh, Joe Smith, uh, was one is a really an amazing guy in Michigan too. These guys got me on SRS single rope for the first time back at a rec climb. Very cool. And ascending into a tree, I can't see myself ever going back. And the advancement of what they taught me back then to what we do now is just is incredible. But if they wouldn't have gotten involved and they wouldn't have started this wreck climb. I never would have had the opportunity to try this. So something like that, even out you, Corey, if you, you mentioned wreck climbs before, if you don't have something like that in, in your neck of the woods, volunteer, get involved, spring into action and get it going. Start, start it, be the source, be the impetus of it. Start it off. Yeah. So thank you, Joe, for, and the guys is passionate to the point where it's almost a fault, but he got involved. He made it happen. The guy's got the energy to keep it going. If he wants to, um, he got involved and he made it happen. So rec climbs, another great way to be involved with the industry. I, I agree hundred percent. I also, as you were talking about that, just thinking, wow, how cool is that? But then I was thinking, you know what? A lot of a lot of uh, churches or nursing homes, or maybe even your local high school, elementary school, they need people, qualified people that can do tree work. You can volunteer at the local church or the local uh, VFW, what, the local library. If you anything, have, volunteer anything. and spend so the many day. Opportunities. Um, you brought up a great point. Um, like I said, I started, I got violent. Like I said, after I served as a board of, on the board of directors, um, I felt that my time served, I made some changes that are now in part of the policy and procedures of how ISA Michigan run. Hmm. And it's not the prettiest work, but it's very rewarding work to know that Every time you do serve, you, you have an opportunity to change the direction of not only your local board, uh, uh, entity, but it could be eventually international. Um, I am, like I said, uh, the, the, the Michigan Tree Climbing Championship Committee Chair. Uh, I am now, because of my time serving on ISA Michigan's board, I'm the president of the Arbor Culture Society of Michigan Foundation which is preserving the history of arbor culture. And we have a museum. It was one thing. And I got a chance to work uh, for a company that was a hundred plus years old. When I first got into the business that I still talk to the family today, even though the company had just closed down to a family issues. Um, Kathy Irish and I still communicate today. And uh, she's been one of the biggest donors to supporting the history of arbor culture. Um, so not only that, just you think about it, some of the things that it's my getting involved has led me to has been amazing. Um, and you mentioned earlier, write an article. These rags out there are looking for people to have something to say. 
If you got something to say, I'm not a writer, Corey. I'm not a writer. And I'm a procrastinator. So a procrastinator and a writer is not a good combo, brother. <laughs> but I, um, I'm proud of the fact that I've been published. I've been writing articles now for 20 years. And little Joe, Joe Arborjet, you know, Arborjet Joe. But I've been published. I got involved, man. I just get your word out there. Talk to people. Um, this led me to writing and being involved with reviewing right now is the best, the BMP for pruning. I'm in there as the reviewer. That's pretty cool. Got involved, get involved, man, make a difference. I don't want to get all mushy and sentimental, man, but yeah, you, you have opportunity to do that. Well, the, the, you know, I think a lot of people look, look on their career. You get to some point in your life where you look at your career, you look at your life and you go, Hey, what's my lasting impact? What's the legacy? And for everybody, that's going to be different. Right. And, and it's got to be something that's truly unique to yourself. But like you said, Joe, no better way than to get involved, get, get out there, spring into action. Hey, start a podcast, right? That's a good way to get you know, Corey, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Start a podcast. You and I've been doing this for over a year. We got 64 podcasts out there. I've never, ever, I have a hard time letting people know that I'm a podcaster because to you, to me, it's you and I chatting about the industry every night. Yeah. I don't look at it as, as I don't look at it as other than you and I trying to raise the bar in the industry. And it's very surreal that we've made it this long and we've done so well. We have so many followers. Yeah. It's humbling. It make, am I making sense on that one? Yeah. No, it, it's humbling. It really is humbling. So after a year, I just recently on my LinkedIn page, talked about social media in the past. I finally changed it. Hey, guess what? We really are podcasters. We really are co-hosts to a podcast. And I just thought, I, I don't, I don't know why it never clicked, maybe because I'm slow and been hitting the head with too many things through my life, but um, <laughs> it never dawned on me. That's one more notch on us getting involved that we should be proud of. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. I think you're, I think you're right. You know, I think a lot of people, um, would thank you if they had the opportunity. So I'll, on behalf of them, I'll thank you, but I'll also, I'll also put this challenge out as we, as we wrap it up uh, on this recording session is I'll put this challenge out to our listeners, get out there, get involved. Maybe you need to get creative. Maybe you, you could take a little nugget or something you heard in tonight's conversation and, and take that into your own local chapter and your own career and make it special to you. And then tell us about it. And let us help. Joe's got all the experience in the world. Let him help you drive that thing and make it make it your next passion project or, or at least something just to give back. So, you know, kind of as I, as I close up here, I would just say get involved. Thank you to all the listeners and everybody who comes to these workshops and watches us talk and do our thing. You know, we really are doing a good thing. This industry is changing and we're really blessed to be part of it. So, so that, yeah. that's me that's me signing off, Joe. But in, any final parting words for yourself? Yeah, you know what? And thanks for the kind words. But if you're not involved, you don't have a voice. 
you know, it's easy to sit back and piss and moan and kick, you know, kick the puppy. I, I, I say that metaphorically. I please don't ever do that. I love, I've got a new puppy and I love it, but you can't get pissed at the industry if you're not willing to put yourself out there to make it better. And I, I will say it from the bottom of my heart. If you got the passion that Corey and I have, you can make a difference. So make a difference. If it's forestry, urban forestry, arbor culture, landscaping, uh, I don't care if you're the best weedologist in the world pulling weeds. You got, you, you got the opportunity to make everything better. And what better industry to serve than something that really makes a different, a difference every day. So get involved, spring into action, kick some ass, let us know what you guys are doing. Um, we'd love to talk to you on the podcast of things that you've done in the past. Awesome, Joe. Thank you so much. All right, Corey. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you too. Celebrate accordingly. Yes, safely. <laughs> See ya. Hey, great topic today. Yes, and lots of good information. Yeah, probably one of our best yet. If you enjoyed the podcast or have topics you would like to discuss, please send them to discoveringforestry at gmail.com. And please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Joe. And I'm Corey. Signing, Signing out. out.